I'm Ruth Kramer with Mission Network News. Nigeria might see U.S. sanctions for a lack of religious freedom, but what the country needs most is prayer. Plus, Christians can engage Islam without fear or suspicion. We'll explain why in just a moment. We'll begin today in the United States, where for the first time ever, Nigeria is on the U.S. State Department's countries of particular concern list. Boys and Martyrs USA spokesman Todd Nettleton says it could lead to sanctions. Now, that wasn't announced as a part of the designation, so we don't know what actions the State Department and the U.S. government will take going forward, but some of those things, like sanctions, weren't in play before this designation was made. Officials put Nigeria on the special watch list last year, which is the last step before a CPC designation. It is something that the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom has recommended every year since 2009. So I don't necessarily think it comes as a surprise, but I think it's interesting in several respects. One uh, is it is likely to be the last list under the Trump administration. So uh, I wonder if putting Nigeria on the list uh, was sort of a way to put a marker in place that, hey, this is something that the world needs to pay attention to. You can use today's headlines to guide your prayers. When we see that Nigeria is now a country of particular concern, Hopefully that raises a flag on our prayer list that says, hey, I need to pray for my brothers and sisters in Nigeria because they are facing more pressure. They're facing more threats. Next, while other countries battle COVID-19 surges, Japan is seeing a different kind of spike, suicides. More people in Japan have died by suicide in 2020 than from COVID-19. In fact, their suicide numbers in October alone outnumbered the nation's total COVID-19 deaths in the first 11 months of the year. One reason is because Japan has a very group-oriented culture. Belonging to a group is incredibly important, whether it's a family, a workplace, or some kind of community. But pandemic shutdowns and solitary quarantines have cut individuals off from their group identity. As a result, many Japanese are dealing with severe depression and anxiety. Takeshi Takazawa with Asian Access says even online tools like social media and Zoom aren't the same. This is a little bit different from face-to-face, group talking, processing, and that is challenging for us, and especially younger people who need heavy connection. College students in Tokyo are struggling. Many of the freshmen, they never went to campus. They never met anybody, even though they entered school, and then all they see is a screen, and they join the club or team, but they practice separately. Let's be praying alongside the people of Japan that they would find hope and belonging in Christ. And today, Arabaptist Theological Seminary hosts the final session of the Middle East Conversation 2020. It explores how Christians can learn about Islam and engage it with love. Martin Ahad of ABTS says Christians too often rely on media and political narratives to inform them about Islam. Since 9-11, the discourse about Islam has definitely been on the negative side. There's a demonization of Islam. In the past two decades, Islam has practically become the enemy. Christians must listen to real experts on Islam. Quite often our missiologists uh, and even most of our theologians in the academia have not been experts in Islamic studies. This work has practical implications, especially for Muslims who become Christians. How do they relate to their family, culture, 
and former religion. The inclination has been new disciples from Muslim context have to cut themselves off because Islam is bad, Islam is evil, and therefore there's nothing that they should remain connected with within that tradition. Akkad says this idea has damaged many relationships and only widened the rift between the church and Islam. Catch the stream this morning at 9 a.m. or watch it later on ABTS's YouTube channel. We'll connect you at our website. Thanks for listening to Mission Network News, a service of One Way Ministries. This month, Slava Gospel Association offers My Father's House. It's a devotional written by women for women, and it uses the furnishings of the Old Testament tabernacle as object lessons along with stories of ministry to Slavic women for your spiritual growth. Get yours for free when you click on the banner ad at missionnews.org. That's missionnews.org. I'm Ruth Kramer.